Welcome to Stars, Stones, and Stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you are into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, kundalini technology, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred site activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian Age. You may learn more about my work at ramatribe.com or follow Rama Tribe on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and support the work at patreon.com backslash Rama Tribe. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Welcome to episode seven. Seven is one of my favorite numbers, so I'm really grateful to be here with you, and I just love this episode, and I hope you will too. We're going to dive into Magdalene consciousness, healthy legacy, and lineage in the Aquarian age, the solar gate of Lamas, Lagnasad, the Aquarius full moon, and the lion's gate portal. Will culminate in a guided journey to assist you with integrating and anchoring all of this wisdom. Ancestors, 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 we call to you, we call to you, we call to you. We're so grateful for your lives, and we know we cannot do this alone, we cannot do this without you. So we welcome you, we welcome your backing and your genius solutions to pour forth like sweet ambrosial nectar from the other world. Thank you, ancestors. Thank you for your gifts, your trials. Thank you for providing the shoulders upon that which we stand upon. Thank you for your support, seen and unseen in these times. And we welcome in 
the powers and spirits of the east, the element of air, the powers and spirits of the south, the element of fire, the powers and spirits of the west, the element of water, the powers and spirits of the north, the element of earth. We welcome all of the directions and all of the keepers of the directions. We ground into Mother Earth and from this anchored space where we are connected and fully immersed in our sense of belonging, we gaze up into the cosmos and we welcome in all the planetary beings, the luminaries, all the goddess and god asteroids, our starseed nations, and our guides and our guardians of the holiest and highest calibers to walk with us in the sacred journey of life. Thank you for being here. So far, over 700 people have dropped into this tribe with 27 countries represented. I offer my love to Spain, Singapore, New Zealand, Nepal, Israel, Hong Kong, Greece, Germany, Egypt, Austria, Netherlands, Italy, Hungary, Brazil, Ghana, France, Switzerland, Japan, Mexico, Denmark, Australia, the UAE, Thailand, Ireland, Canada, the UK, and the United States. I believe that any podcast is a form of collaboration. Your experience as the listener matters deeply. Please, I invite you to direct message me on social media, on Instagram, Facebook. I'm at Rama Tribe and at Stars, Stones, and Stories. Or you can email me, satnam at ramakar.com. And Drop me a message. Let me know what you love about the show, what you wish there was less of, any particular show submission ideas you have, or specific questions that I may address in future episodes. I would really love to hear from you. And I'd like to offer a listener shout out to Laura in San Francisco. Thank you so much for sharing your love around what you're learning around Egyptian cosmology and Greek mythology, how you're diving into your own healing well of potential. Keep it up. And thank you for sharing this podcast with your sisterhood. Some of you write to me asking how you may support 
the show and that you can't believe that I put so much together for a podcast. And I would love your support by sharing the podcast, share your favorite episode with at least three new friends or family members, loved ones. And if you're interested in financially supporting the show, I have a Patreon page. It's patreon.com backslash Rama tribe. And also on my website, ramatribe.com backslash astrology, I have a number of services available if you're interested in a private paid reading. I really love holding space with people and diving into their charts. It's just a launching pad for such a beautiful collaboration between you, between the other world, and my own education and intuition. So if you're interested, I'd love to connect with you in a private session. Also stay tuned to my events page for virtual gatherings, for in-person gatherings in the Western North Carolina area, and for upcoming pilgrimages. My fingers and toes are crossed that we will make our Egypt pilgrimage manifest this December of 2020. And there will be future pilgrimages coming up for 2021. So stay tuned. Healthy legacy and lineage in the Aquarian age is all about coming to center. We are past the time and space where we can look beyond ourselves. There is no looking outside for answers. The age of the guru is dead. In the Kundalini Yoga technology, we are taught guru is one who brings you from darkness to light. And as we chant Ong Namo Gurudev Namo as we bow, we are bowing to that highest wisdom from deep, deep within. We are culminating the age of Pisces, which was an age of top-down leadership where information was obscure and where one who wanted to receive even a given meditation. It could take many, many years of devotion to one particular teacher before you even get one mantra or one meditation. We have graduated from that space and we sit here and now in between these ages. We're in the Aquarian age, but we've just entered. And so we're in a transition time. The age of Aquarius is a time where each human being becomes more subtle, more light-filled, more in alignment with the divine. As we become more subtle, we become more intuitive. Every human being becomes more intuitive, even those whom never even considered themselves intuitive. It is a human's birthright to be intuitive. And in the Aquarian age, we are coming to the realization of our sovereign right to be intuitive. We have a truth detector 
from deep within that has become activated. Each one of us is our own ultimate teacher. Each one of us is on such a unique journey that no human being incarnate could actually understand the intricacy and the complexity of our soul's mission. And with that, in the Aquarian age, there is such a fine line between honoring a teacher and putting one on a pedestal, honoring the lineage, and yet staying in your own divine sovereign truth. And so in this time, we're learning what this means to have healthy legacy and lineage in the Aquarian age. The days of listening to a teacher blindly have passed. In this age of experience, it is important to acknowledge whom we have learned from, whom has shaped us, and whom we owe our growth evolution to. Quite often, it's many different teachers, not just one. It can be beings that perhaps we've never known in human flesh. Teachers can be trees and rocks and the very air that we breathe. So many different aspects of creation have the opportunity to be a teacher to us. In many ways, our mothers are our first teachers. Whether we are adopted or we never really come to know our mothers, we develop in her womb. And in the mother's womb, we receive a lot of information about the world as we know it. We receive emotional codes of information. We receive sounds and feelings and senses We taste the food our mother ingests. We go with her everywhere. We hear her conversations and we feel her. We feel her reaction to the conversations that she has around her. So we learn early on how safe the world is according to our mother's lens. And then for many of us, our mother raises us, at least in the first few years of life. And so through this, we continue to be shaped by our mother through this womb consciousness journey. So the mother, the mother frequency is very important here on earth, as is the father frequency. It is believed in the next three years of life, the father imprints the child more from the age of three to six. And this is where this essence of the divine feminine and the divine masculine begin to really take root from within on a 3D consciousness level. It is because of the mother line and the father line. It is because of this connection that it is important that we feed the lineages from which we come from. As we feed the lineages, we keep the wisdom alive. In this time that we live in, there is not one lineage that is free from oppression or from trauma or from drama. Every lineage has oppressors in it. Every lineage has tyrants in it. 
Every lineage has victims in it. Every lineage has wisdom keepers in it. Every lineage has teachers in it. Every lineage has indigenous blood within it. And in this Aquarian age, it is important that we find ways to connect deep, deep, deep back into the lineage to find the parts of ourselves where we've been wisdom keepers, where our indigenous roots lie. It is important we also face the other aspects of our lineage and we feed, we feed our lineage. We give thanks, we give gratitude for the lessons that have brought us to where we are now, to the shoulders of those whom we stand upon in these times. In honor, I wish to offer gratitude to the lineage of teachers I have come to know in this lifetime who have shaped me in such a powerful way. And I offer these, I offer gratitude to these beings in no specific order. And this is not the full list, but this was the list I came up with. And so I know once I speak these names, many more will come up from my psyche at a given point. I give gratitude to the teachers and the mentors who have helped shaped who I am today. I give gratitude and thanks to Elder Maladoma Somme, to Dr. Clarissa Pincola Estes, to Hank Vesselman, to Dr. Aviva Ram, to Gail Faith Edwards, Susan Weed, Vaughn Benjamin, Demetra George, D.K. Brainerd, Tej, Dr. Bernadette Brady, Dr. Dorian Greenbaum, Tom Kenyon, Jeffrey Ewan, Omileye Lewis, Michelle Odant, Anna Paula Markel, Dr. Robert Mahar, Frida Kahlo, Anna Mendieta, Mumia Abu Jamal, William Brayton, and Tom Haxo. As I've said before, in 2020, astrologically, we are literally free-falling, particularly with Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, Pallas Athene, all in Capricorn. They're dismantling the structures of the status quo in different ways, really bringing up to the surface what has been hidden, that which no longer is serving us personally, ancestrally, collectively. There is a sacred death occurring within each one of us. We live in a time where I believe we are like the volunteers of our lineages. We came here intentionally knowing that we were going to be doing some immensely heavy lifting. We are dismantling generations of trauma and abuse through victim and tyrant consciousness. This is massive work. It 
is part of the reason why things feel so sober in these times because this work requires a commitment, a devotion to sobriety. There are no simple solutions or quick fixes in this ever multiplying world of complexity. And at the same time, the way through happens to be quite easeful and elegant. There is a perfect plan in place for the planets to activate each one of us. We must be willing to sacrifice that which feels most dear, that which we may be the most attached to. We must be willing to shed, to let go, to dissolve, to die. To become ashes from these hot coals and from the ashes to rise like the phoenix. Leo season is a time to shine with the radiance of the sun. As we connect with the solar frequency, the rising sun that kisses the eastern horizon every morning, the rising sun that connects us to the sun of all the suns, to the great central sun, to the great cosmic sun. Leo season invokes, I will. I will. And connects with the solar plexus chakra, the seat of our ability to manifest, to protect. This is a time of great passion, of creativity, inspiration, an opportunity to illuminate bright. This is the time to embody the royalty that you are inherently just by being human and breathing in life. This is the season of the queen, the season of the king, the season of the true sovereign. A royal being is of divine service, sovereignty, and truth. Leadership in the Aquarian age demands this weaving of divine service, sovereignty, and truth. Honoring the authenticity from deep within the four chambers of the heart where the seed of truth sits within each human being. Each one of us, you, you have your own unique truth. Sovereignty. To truly be sovereign is to dissolve the need of approval of any other being. To be free and to fully embrace and embody that you are a creator here on earth and to take that responsibility with wisdom.
divine service to serve all that is holy and of the Most High. Leo season is one of my favorite times of year, perhaps my most favorite time of year. I love the radiance of the sun, and I love the cross-quarter holiday that comes to light this time of year. Lamas, also known as Lagnasad, this is a time of year where we celebrate the midpoint between summer solstice and fall equinox. This is the time of year that also is directly across the wheel, the seasonal wheel from Imbolc. In Imbolc, we plant seeds as the ground is just beginning to stir, yet there's still quite often snow and frost. And now we are looking at the harvest of all that we have been dreaming. This is the celebration of the Green Mother, also was known as the Festival of First Fruits. Summer is at its height. In ancient times, this was a tribal gathering time, a traditional time for traveling fairs, particularly for horse fairs in honor of Rhiannon, the horse goddess, the queen of the underworld, queen of the fae, a time of ritual games and of pilgrimage, of walking across the land to sacred holy sites. This is the time that the sun creates union with Mother Earth. It is an especially auspicious time for hand fastings, for marriages, for consummations. Gatherings would happen at sacred trees, ancient carns, holy wells, on hilltops, and other sacred places within nature. Fires were lit once on mounds such as Silbury Hill, which we find today in Avebury, the beautiful breasted mound near the stones, the sacred standing stones of Avebury, that bring this beautiful walk of unification between the divine feminine and the divine masculine. And as these fires were lit, they were to honor Corn Mother as she gives birth to her harvest child, which is also the seed of next year's harvest. The Grain Mother, Barley Mother, Corn Mother, Danu, Demeter, Ceres, Great Mother Isis is set, the solar queen goddess, the wise one of the earth, the increaser of all divine feminine beings, symbolize the abundance of Mother Earth, she who is seed, she who is womb, she who is soil, she who is the great provider. She who is the provider of life. She who is the regenerative power. The regenerative cauldron is central to Celtic spirituality. 
the regenerative cauldron is central to many different indigenous cultures. Through time and space, we are renewed by death. Life, death, life, again and again. With this cross-quarter holiday, Lamas, Lagnasad, we are at the doorway to the inner realms as they begin to open once more. Fully opening the gates with Samhain, which will come around All Hallows' Eve. After all of the manifest energy and the activity of summer, we will begin to thankfully turn inwards for regeneration and renewal of spirit so that we may take time to rest and assimilate all that has transformed us throughout the sun's active masculine phase. And so this is also a time to begin to gather seeds that may be saved and planted. Next spring, it is a time to relish in the beams of the sun. It is a time to assimilate and gather our own harvest, the fruits of our active phase made manifest in the outer world. The intentions we have seeded, that which has come to light, and that which still needs tending and honoring. We may begin to assess our fruits and to take stock. We are reaping the harvest physically and metaphorically, spiritually and psychically. And with this, we come to the lunar gate of Lamas with the Aquarius full moon, which comes in on August 3rd, moon day, August 3rd at 11.59 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. The sun in Leo opposes the full moon in Aquarius, each at 11 degrees, 45 arc minutes. And as the sun and moon oppose one another, they square Uranus and Taurus. Any square is an opportunity for transformation. It is a time of intensity, of restriction, of constriction. Uranus is all about spontaneous genius solutions, off-planet frequencies, very electrical. When Uranus went into Taurus, it, it, it marked the beginning of this necessary devotion to Mother Earth. So Uranus and Taurus is really asking us collectively and personally to awaken deeply to our connection to the Earth, to reawaken this where we have fallen asleep. And so this Aquarius full moon brings to light the spaces and the places where we need to connect and ground more to Mother Earth. Grounding is so important in these times. There's some intensity with this full moon 
Venus has cleared her shadow. She's direct in Gemini and she's conjunct the collective North Node in Gemini. So there's definitely a devotion, uh, a higher call to connect ideas and concepts and share information with one another to connect with our local communities, with our tribes of people, our networks, to connect with our siblings and our neighbors, and also to connect deep within to that duality within that butterfly medicine. With this full moon, the sun trines Mars and Chiron and Black Moon Lilith and Aries. There is a lot of a lot of gifts flowing, fiery gifts. This is a passionate full moon. It is a time of really bringing light to areas to spaces and places, particularly with this divine masculine frequency. This is a time from here through the rest of 2020 to really get in alignment with your father line to check in with your own self and where you can be more protective. You can be more resourceful where you can be more independent and really hold that space for yourself. So the Aquarius full moon is the lunar gate of Lamas and the solar gate of Lamas is on August 6th. And on this day, Venus will still be conjunct the North Node. The moon in Pisces will be conjunct Neptune retrograde And the sun will still be trining Mars, Chiron, and Black Moon Lilith and squaring Uranus and Taurus. So the frequency is going to be pretty similar to what we have with the Aquarius full moon. However, with the moon beginning to wane in Pisces, conjunct Neptune retrograde in Pisces, this is a time to really check in with the dream which has been a major theme throughout 2020, like keep coming back to that which we're visioning, that which we're dreaming, that which we are building for the long haul. And this time of year, another reason why I love Leo season so much is because we have this Lionsgate portal which is fully activated on August 8th, 8-8. The Lion's Gate is deeply connected with the heliacal rising of the star Sirius. Many believe on July 26th, we had the original date of the heliacal rising of this brilliant star Sirius, known as Sabtet by the ancient Egyptians and Sothis by the Greeks. Before the damming of the river Nile, the heliacal rising brought the annual flood of this golden, beautiful river. 
Ancient Egypt was so connected to the flooding of the Nile as this was when the land was fertile and the harvest would be ready in divine timing. Divine timing is not just a concept of the ancients. It is still very much alive for each one of us and is truly a magical vortex that is an inherent choice. This is part of our sovereignty as human creators. At any given moment, we have the ability to operate from this force field. Something I've been sharing a lot in my private sessions that I've really noticed we all need to hear is that each one of us is right on time. You are right on time. The fact that you are here now listening at this given moment is an example of divine timing. The Lionsgate portal for me personally It's a time of year to really harness, to grasp what it means to live in a frequency of divine timing. We are in the midst of Leo season and Leo season opened up on July 22nd with Mary Magdalene's feast day. On that day, a crop circle appeared in the UK, which marked the Venetian path forward. It literally made a symbol of Venus. The thing I speak about quite often is that Venus is a portal that many ascended masters have come through, particularly Mary Magdalene and Yeshua. Sabtet was the ancient home to great mother Isis, and Mary Magdalene was a priestess of Iset. So there's a lot of weaving of braiding of consciousness happening within this lion's gate portal. And we can go to the frequency of eight, eight. This is a manifestation gateway a connection with our own inherent ability of prosperity, of infinity. This is a time of year to receive the codes of light through the solar lens, to receive the codes of light that come all the way from Sirius, from the Stargate Sirius. Sabtet is a celestial goddess, the brightest visible star, only outshone by Venus. Sabtet Sirius is of the highest vibration, a source of deep love, and seen by many mystics as a source of spiritual teachings for Earth, for the beings of Earth. Sabtet connects with soul awakening, gifts, divine service, and ancient Syrian light codes that transmit to earth. The ancient Egyptian calendar was based on lunar cycles, and the heliacal rising of Sirius 
as the Nile flooded was timed by the cycles of the star. And so today, quite often, we mark the Lion's Gate, particularly on August 8th. However, the heliacal rising of Sirius will shift depending on where you are on planet Earth. And again, this is a time to connect in with abundance, with prosperity, knowing that true prosperity is more than money in the bank. True prosperity is health. It is the ability to enjoy life, to celebrate that which you have, to celebrate those whom you love, to celebrate and give gratitude. And the Lion's Gate portal connects us to Leo, to the season of the heart, the four chambers of the heart are the organ within the body as taught by the ancient Taoists, as I've learned through my teacher, Jeffrey Yuen, that are literally a time travel device through time and space, taking us anywhere we may desire. And so this is an opportune time to deepen into our spiritual growth and to anchor our spiritual wisdom here on earth now. It is a time of breakthroughs, of miraculous healing and divine intervention. So as you continue to move through Leo season, I invite you to elevate your frequency with this lion's gate portal with these light codes and you can do meditations with the rising sun or with the setting sun in particular to speak to the light codes and to ask them to go into your body and to work with the cells of who you are and to upgrade your consciousness to upgrade your consciousness to the highest caliber that you may safely hold at this given time. And as we think of these light codes of infinity, 888, this ability to manifest, to make the impossible I am possible. Eight connects us with the pranic body, with our life force, with our breath. This body gifts us the energy necessary for action and accomplishment. This is a powerful time, particularly on August 8th, to do breath work meditations, breath work exercises. And if you're interested in participating in some, I have a YouTube channel at Rama Tribe with a number of breath meditations that would be awesome to do on this Lion's Gate portal. Eight takes us from that which is finite to infinity. And as we divide 888 into two, 
we have 444 for being the number of stability and process for being an opportune time to build with consciousness about security, solid foundations, responsibility, practicality, growth, calm, and peace. And we're in a four year, 2022 plus zero plus two plus zero adds up to four, which is all about the neutral mind our ability to connect with that guru deep within our psyche to balance the positive and negative charges to find the path of neutrality, which this year of 2020 is teaching each one of us in such a profound, profound way. Meditation is essential to activate this neutrality. And with the codes of 444, we may build this new earth with consciousness. And as we divide these light codes of 444 into two, we have 222, where we are being asked to trust the process. Two is a number of cooperation and balance, all about faith, encouragement, and finding that harmony so necessary in any sacred union, particularly with the sacred union from deep within the divine masculine and the divine feminine. And as we divide 222 into two parts, we have 111 creativity and manifestation. One being all about independence, identity confidence, the ability to tap into inner wisdom, intuition, manifestation, where thoughts become reality, where we are motivated by our ever-increasing awareness. And one connects us with our soul body, our humility, our true self, our satnam, our truth. We are the Magdalens. In episode six of Stars, Stones, and Stories, we explored Black Moon Lilith in Aries and Chiron in Aries. And we went on a journey with a Ka body we spoke about Mary Magdalene and her love for Yeshua and their sacred union of the divine feminine and the divine masculine coming together. And as they came together here on earth, as they came through that stargate of Venus as they traveled through time and space and fulfilled their sacred agreements here on earth, their unification created codes of light for us in these times. We are the Magdalens. We are here to live 
life on this sacred, beautiful earth as divine royal beings, as queen, as king, as one who lives with divinity from within. To crown thyself is to walk with the divine consciously, to be in service to the divine consciously, to be wrapped within your sovereign truth and to stand by your sovereign truth at all costs. This is to live knowing life that you are a creator, a divine creator, a divine spark with immense, infinite power. Harness this time of the lion's gate. Harness this power To take the path of higher love requires courage. It requires a deep bravery. Allow the radiance and the courage of Leo season to fill up every cell of your being. Be that pure channel and know, and know that you came to earth to seed the future generations of the Holy Family. This dates back to Great Mother Aset, to Osiris Wasir, and their sacred child, Horus Heru. I learned from my dear brother, my dear sacred brother in Egypt, Ahmed Khalifa, I learned the phrase Anahor that the Egyptians still say today, which means I am free. Anahor. Heru, Hor, Horus. I am free. I am sovereign. I am a child of the divine unification. I am a Magdalene. As the astrology of 2020 would have it, we are learning how much we are not in control in these times. This is my favorite time of year to steward pilgrimages on the land to connect great and deep into Mother Earth. And so... This year, I invite you to go on an inner pilgrimage. And as you go on this inner pilgrimage, you may utilize this time to dissolve old grudges, to literally bonfire all of your self-sabotage mechanisms to choose the higher road, to take personal responsibility, to dive deep into your own lineage work, knowing that wherever it feels most uncomfortable is where the true work is, to dissolve old fears, 
Remember, fear stands for fuck everything and run. And you've done that way too many times to count. You're ready to choose another path. Ground daily, anchor daily to Mother Earth. Clear daily, purify daily. Acceleration is the name of the game for the rest of 2020. Craft your intentions wisely. Each breath is an opportunity for co-creation. You are the sovereign of your domain. You are a Magdalene. Because this Lion's Gate portal is such a powerful and potent time of year to capture spiritual frequencies and transmissions and truly anchor them here and now into the earth plane, into our 3D reality, I want to share with you a technique that I love to work with, and I think you're going to love it too. It's very simple. You will need a quartz crystal of some kind or any kind of crystal will work. However, I do highly recommend a clear quartz crystal, even better if it's one that can stand up on its own, but no worries, whatever you have will work. And if for some reason you are not able to find one and you do not own one or tend to one because we really don't own nature, right? You can always find a local rock, one in your yard, in your neighborhood, in your local forest. Any rock will do, to be honest. However, I do like clear quartz. So you're going to take the stone and ask permission first if you can work with the stone and see what the answer feels like. And if it is a no, then you want to sit with that and see if maybe there are some offerings you can make on behalf of the stone so that the two of you can work together. Then you're going to clear the stone. My favorite way to clear stones is in running water, fresh water, so not salt water. Salt water will actually damage crystals over time. Obviously not all rocks, right? Because some rocks come from oceanic areas. However, a lot of rocks will be damaged over time through the intensity of the salt. So um, river water, tap water works fine. You can place the stone under some running water for 20 minutes and ask it to clear and the energies will clear. Then on the peak of the Lion's Gate portal on August 8th, I invite you to take the stone outside in the sun, perhaps at the beginning of the day as the sun is rising and let it stay outdoors all day until sunset. However, the peak of the peak would be high noon to the early afternoon, and you're going to place the stone outdoors And if it can stand on its own, allow it to stand on its own. And you're going to ask the quartz or the stone of your choice to capture the frequencies of the lion's gate portal. And you can take a moment, hold the stone at your heart, the portal of your heart, of your authenticity, of your sovereign divine truth. Hold the crystal there. 
offer your gratitude, connect in with the Sirius Stargate, with Ancient Sabtet, with Aset, whatever feels natural for you, with your own inner divinity and royalty. Knowing that you deserve to be here, that you are needed on earth now, that your particular medicine is needed, and you're going to hold that crystal at your heart and offer up your gratitude and your prayers, and then you can actually whisper into the stone that you would like it to capture the lion's gate frequencies, and that you invite only the highest and holiest calibers to come through and fill up the stone. And once this is complete, after the sunrise of the Lion's Gate portal, you can then use the stone to charge sacred holy water. You can sleep with it under your pillow. You can meditate with it. The possibilities are truly endless. If it is just a solid quartz, you can actually place it in water as you charge. If it's a stone that might carry minerals that are challenging for the human body, you can direct it at a vessel of water and ask it to charge the water. So the stone will now carry these frequencies and be an ally. And this will open up a whole new relationship for you around this Lion's Gate portal. where you can come lie down or sit undisturbed. I invite you to turn off all electronics and potential distractions. Make sure your body is comfortable. You've had a little sip of water and you're free from any hunger or other distractions. And as you Find your seat, really begin to soften through your body, allow the bones to begin to connect with the bones of Mother Earth. Take some nice long deep breaths. As you breathe, imagine the ocean washing over you and allow Mama Ocean to just carry away any of your fears, your worries, concerns and wash you, purify you into this present moment. Begin to 
Visualize from the base of the spine and the palms of the hands and the soles of the feet red, golden, silver cords of light that are braided going down, down, down through all the layers of soil and sediment deep down into the core of Mother Earth where great-grandmother hematite awaits you connecting you with your mother line with the feminine frequency of all those who've come before you activating your left hand side of your body connecting you with your father line with the masculine the right side of your body feeling threads of time and space, feeling the activation of your lineage, knowing the healthy well ancestors are here to guide this container and to protect you, and knowing that you have the backing of your ancestral wisdom here and now, feeling that support, feeling their encouragement, and they're also their genius solutions. And as you continue to breathe, whether you're seated or lying down, bring your awareness to your ka body, to your energy double, to that which is outside of your physical vessel, to that which is the opposite gender of you, to that which carries balances all that you are here in this physical vessel on earth no matter what your gender is this ka is here to help you weave and braid your divine feminine and your divine masculine frequencies so as you're grounded and you're connected to mother earth to your ancestors and you've welcomed in consciously the wisdom of your ka once more begin to welcome in mama ocean to wash over all of you to clear away anything from you that is not serving you in this moment And you begin to see yourself seated or lying on the shores of the ocean herself. And it's dark, however the light is very quickly beginning to change as the sun is beginning to rise. As the sun is beginning to rise, You come in this vision to sit up and you gather yourself. You create your sacred space here within your mind's eye. You tend to whatever you're called to here and now as you prepare for this rising sun of the Lion's Gate portal.
you begin to see the sunbeams breaking across the ocean waves and so many colors rippling out along the horizon. You feel Mother Earth from your feet and the base of your spine. And as you feel the backing of your mother line and your father line and your Ka body here with you, you welcome in through the rays of the sun, you welcome in the codes of light and you gaze through your third eye beyond time and space all the way to Sabtat. You gaze all the way deep into the heart of the great central sun, deep into the heart of the great cosmic sun of all suns. And you begin to consciously invite these light codes to fill up every cell of your body. You know in this moment you are receiving transformative upgrades of consciousness deep into the layers of all that you are and all that you have ever been. And with this backing of your ancestral wisdom, this is mighty. This is potent. And this is powerful. You feel the regenerative cauldron of transformation the beams of the sun clearing and healing all that you are. You invite in these codes of frequency of 888, 444, 222, 111. You see layers upon layers of sacred geometry, perhaps the seed of life itself. And you see this being imprinted upon every cell of your being. As you draw your breath, bring your awareness to your solar plexus chakra just above your navel and feel the energy there. Feel the codes of light going straight into the solar plexus center. Allow this energy to begin to fill up your entire body, purifying your entire chakra system. Continue to observe the rising of the sun and all of the colors. Feel this transmutation go up into the four chambers of your heart, burning away the dross of anything in the heart that is blocking you and your lineage here and now. Tapping into the power of divine timing knowing that you are ready to fully live in the realms of divine timing you are ready for this great responsibility as a creator as a creatrix here on earth you welcome in these codes of prosperity of great spiritual wisdom and you give a prayer and offering to anchor this wisdom to earth at all times.
you're ready, you're going to begin to stand up in this vision and open your hands, the palms of your hands, raise your arms up and bless the sun and allow the sun to bless you. Offer your joy and your gratitude. Welcome in fully the codes of light, the codes of power, of transformation, of manifestation, of prosperity. Welcome in these codes all the way from the great central sun into all of who you are and Mother Earth. And may you stay in service.
Stay tuned for episode 8 dropping on August 14th in honor of the Leo New Moon, Great Mother Aset, the Nekbet Goddess, and the Key of Life, the Ankh. Thank you so much for sharing sacred space. My prayer is that we as the individuals within humanity awaken to the reality that we are a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in our authentic truth, we have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth. Crystallize your medicine.